0: Good evening, everybody. It is Monday, March 3rd, 2014, and it's time for 10 Dozen Minutes with Jick and Mr. Skullhead, a Jick and Mr. Skullhead production with assistance from a grant from the Jick and Mr. Skullhead Foundation, starring Jick and introducing Mr. Skullhead as Mr. Skullhead. I'm Mr. Skullhead, and Jick is in an undisclosed location. March 3rd, the same day Marty McFly came back (laughs) from the past. Yeah, and it was totally this year, too. Did you hear about that? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. How's it going, Mr. Skullhead? It's been a week. Yeah, I figure I'm going to be a little bit annoyed if the day that actually is the date uh, in Back to the Future, nobody posts that meme. So they'll look for a picture of it, and all they'll find is the incorrect ones from the last three years. I think it's, so I think it's great. Don't be that guy. <clears throat> be that guy. Everybody be that guy. It was such a weird hoax to do. Like, wow, you fooled some people into posting an image that you altered. Uh, neat. About uh, something that's not important at all. Good job. Right, but up. it's
1: a... I mean, I think that it's funny as a sort of a metamimetic commentary. Ooh.
0: <coughs> I think that the word metamemetic is funny.
1: It's like, uh, you know, we were... Uh, we were... There was a guy who did a podcast that I listened to who uh, talked about setting his Facebook birthday to a week after his regular birthday so that all of his Facebook friends got two birthday notifications a week apart, and how almost no one noticed. Everybody was just like, oh, hey, happy birthday, man. And then like one or two people were like, wait a minute.
0: I was a little... I get a little annoyed when people do that, especially if they're like, ha, 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 my birthday isn't for three months. Shows how well you fuckers know me. Like, well... Somebody was trying to wish you a happy, and and that's that's not cool, man.
1: Eh, okay, I mean, sure. If you,
0: I guess, if you want to, if you
1: want to interpret it as mean spirited, I mean, I think it wasn't. I think it was just a. What I think it was was a. Hmm. My suspicion is that these well wishers are are sort of meaninglessly well wishing. Which there's nothing wrong with meaninglessly well wishing. Yeah, it's better than like meaninglessly harm wishing. Sure. Or meaningless well washing where you're like, oh, I'm going to clean up this well by pouring an entire <laughs> gallon of bleach into it.
0: After someone had done some meaningless well poisoning? Yeah.
1: It depends. Is is the, kind of po- the kind of poison that bleach will kill? Like <laughs> ammonia? Anti-ammonia is the kind of poison that bleach will cure?
0: Like walking pneumonia? Mm-hmm. Walking ammonia and the boogie-woogie flu? Um, walking ammonia. Anyway. Huh, that's a good
1: monster. Walking ammonia. <laughs> could be in some sort of a janitor's closet
0: or a chemistry lab oh yeah we should do like a high school challenge path maybe and Mm. then we could put it put that in there
1: Mm, mm, yeah there could be a saw that looks like that guy from saw Mm
0: -hmm.
1: uh how you been what have you been up to this week
0: man i'll tell you the what i did on saturday was i jumped into a lake oh right 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 The, the 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 polar plunge on the, uh, and I'm looking for pictures. It looks like they haven't posted the pictures yet. But once we have those, I'll throw them up on Facebook so people can see them. But, uh, Could you it, throw them up somewhere else so I can see them? How about if I put them on Facebook and then link in chat, in dev chat, to Facebook? Is it something
1: that I'll be able to look at without being logged into Facebook?
0: Yeah, I think that's the thing they fixed because that was a pain in the ass. That now you can just click on a, like, right click a picture and get a link that you can send to people without being logged in.
1: Mm.
0: I don't know if they changed it because it was a pain in the ass. I think they changed it because it was affecting
1: their bottom line. Uh,
0: I think They're it's a corporation. They, they, don't do they, don't about do, business. they don't do anything that doesn't affect their bottom line. <laughs> so when I signed up for the plunge uh, two weeks ago, I had thought. My wife's plunge was 15 degrees outside, but you know what that was like the beginning of February and this is going to be the very beginning of March. It's bound to be warmer than that. Uh it was negative 3 outside with a negative 20 wind chill. Does that not make jump. it a
1: little easier actually?
0: It probably did in that the water was actually like warmer <clears throat> than the air. So uh yeah, like the hardest part of the thing was just sitting, waiting for the the shuttle bus to take us from the parking lot to the plunge location, and we were all dressed up in our winter gear at that point, but it was just ridiculously cold to wait outside for half an hour. Uh, after that, like getting dressed in the like, swimming suit and walking outside and standing there for a minute while we waited for our turn was kind of nothing. <clears throat> and then the actual jump was fine, huh. weirdly. You just kind of—I jumped in, my whole body went, and, but not in a painful way. Just kind of surprising. Like I got a little short of breath. The blindfold that I was wearing kind of sucked, so that had to come off with a quickness. Why but, did you have
1: to wear a blindfold? This is starting to seem more like a ritual execution and less like a less like a fundraiser.
0: Well, that's the thing. The uh, we were team fearless for Fearless Comedy Productions and. Um, is a theater group that a friend of mine runs here and their logo is a guy getting ready to die by firing squad. So it's a guy with a blindfold and a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. So we're like, Hey, we'll just take some gauze so we can still see through it and make a little blindfold and we'll like hang a fake cigarette out of our mouth. And that'll be hilarious. And it, yeah, I could see through the blindfold until we hit the water at which point it just kind of scrunched together in front of my eyes and I couldn't see anything and had to struggle with it for a minute to get it off. But uh, after fake, that, I fake kind of ran cigarette? up and was fine. Really? Yeah. It seems like it'd be easier to just get a cigarette than a fake cigarette. Yeah, but what message would that send to the
1: children? The exact same message, I would argue.
0: <laughs> Kids, if you're going to smoke a cigarette, make sure it's a fake one. Yeah. <laughs> I think also four out of five of us on the team were ex-smokers. So we didn't want. Uh, to. So be, you were af-
1: you were afraid that if one of those if one of those delicious little ditties one of those delicious little numbers
0: crossed your lips, that that would be it.
1: would be, be like, oh well, re- these, these
0: cigarettes that we jumped into the lake with are now toast. But we have the rest of the pack, and you know it would be a good way to celebrate this moment of bonding by smoking nineteen cigarettes. Exactly. Well, it, it would be four of us, so we would each get what four and and a third mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or something. I'm not very good at math. Yep, I'm much better at math when I have uh, my brain enhanced by a performance-enhancing drug like nicotine. Yeah, exactly. Has proven you know, results. It was, it was really fun, and it's... I think it would appeal to you because it's that kind of, like, going through something that's mildly unpleasant as a bonding ritual between a bunch of people that you you don't really get in adult life. Yeah. So it was like, hey, we all did this thing together, and like, maybe the whole being freezing cold for, for like thirty seconds wasn't super dope, but the rest of it was really great, and we got to wear a funny costume, and we raised some money, and yeah, super neat. Yeah, I think I think I do get that experience out of backpacking trips, at least, just
1: mm-hmm. because of the because of the harshness and the length. But uh, what were you? What charity were you raising money for?
0: It was the Special Olympics. All right, you told me that. Did you give it to them? Yeah, I mean it, it nowadays you don't have to do the like collecting cash from people and then giving it to the organizers even. You just Oh, they just sign up online and then it automatically yeah. deducts it. Yeah. Yeah, so we didn't have to handle any money
1: at all. Do you know how do you know how much you raised? Do you get to brag about it?
0: Our team did Our guys did well. I was the top earner on our team. We ended up with well, kind of $755. Me, you know?
1: Oh, that's, huh, that's lower than I thought, but still, you know, still, that'll buy a uh, finish line.
0: That'll buy a kid a soccer ball. Those things are something.
1: consumable, right? The finish lines, because they tear up.
0: Yeah, once you've used it, then it's finished. Okay. You have to get yourself a new line. You have to go to New Line Cinema and ask them for another one. Sure, one of the ones that's uh, optimized for high-speed
1: photography. So that you can mm-hmm.
0: determine who won the race, you have to. So you have to raise a minimum of seventy-five dollars to jump, which I guess is just making sure that they pay for their, like all the tent rentals and shit.
1: It's weird that there is setting a, up.
0: a cost minimum to a thing that is
1: literally a thing that you tell people to do if you want to dismiss them from your site. <laughs>
0: well, look, going and flying a kite is also not cheap.
1: I mean, sure, you got to buy a kite at least. It's,
0: I mean, I, I suppose there's bus fare to the nearest short pier. Right. There's, you know... Well, when the when the lake has two feet of ice on it, then you've at least got to make an ice hole. Okay. Uh, did somebody, Is that a thing? Did somebody have to use some sort of a weird long saw? Yeah, I wish I could have seen them do it. But we could. they pulled out the ice and kind of stacked it so that you could see how thick the ice was. And, yeah, it's like a couple of cubes of ice two feet on a side was it a big uh, how big was the hole it, oh you don't you don't even want to know um uh, we it was big enough for maybe six people to jump side by side and then walk three or four steps to the to the stairs out oh was it like it the the water was shallow enough that you could stand on the bottom
1: yeah they they don't want to lose anybody yeah i guess that's much safer and that's less scary D- you know i've never been able to uh I'm not a guy who likes having his head underwater, so I've never really been a dive
0: man. Right. But uh Yeah, I could have actually like some of the people coming out of the pool just had their hair completely dry. But I figured that part of what people were paying for was for me to dunk my head under there. So like I jumped and landed and then just kinda crouched for a second so I could get my head under. And then my beard turned to ice in that like instant and really cool way. Well, neat. Did it how did that so, feel? You always look like a badass when you see a picture well, the person
1: in the picture always looks like a badass when you see a picture of somebody with that happening to them. Did you feel like a badass? I felt like a badass. Did you slay a bear or anything while you were while you were looking like that?
0: I might have. I I think I lost a little bit of time. So that that may have been the the point at which you know, remembering the jump now, I don't really remember jumping into water. It was because the water temperature was so cold and the air was so cold. And, you know, like my entire self was probably slightly numb at that point. So I just feel like I jumped off a thing and I landed and then I walked up a ladder. Were you barefoot
1: on the ice?
0: No, we had little water socks. Gross. Water sockasins. That sounds gross. Did you have to supply
1: your own or did they like issue them to you? And if either, gross.
0: (laughs) No, I mean... You, you you know of a thing, right? That's like a shoe that's designed to get wet. That's what I was wearing that I brought from home. Like a crock? No, like a... Sounds like a crock. <laughs> I'll bet it does. Like a, a tennis shoe bottom that's made out of rubber and then like kind of a webbed top part. Honest to God, no idea. Huh. Never had you a water sock? No, I never uh, I
1: never deliberately get anywhere near water.
0: Oh, that's true. Not even showering. Because you don't, we've discussed this before, you don't secrete any sweat mm-hmm. yeah, or Yeah, I mean, I do take oil. showers, but I don't use water. Hmm. You use uh, talcum powder? Yeah. Dust? <laughs> that's terrible. What do hippies do to, to take showers? They just kind of like rub salt yeah, crystal, and olive yeah, just oil? Like a, just a crystal.
1: <laughs> uh, I th- if you mean Romans, I think it's olive oil and a seashell.
0: Yeah, you got the, your olive oil and your little stridgel tool and then the guy to have sex with you. You know,
1: that sounds awesome. It sounds like a thing that you would need a shower afterwards, but I could imagine that being really satisfying.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the same thing that people do when they do like a sugar scrub or a salt scrub, right? Yeah, it's exactly. Like it's like exfoliant like, oh, suspended man. in oil, and I don't know if I would want to be covered with olive oil. I don't, I don't think I like the, the way that that... Smells enough that I want it all over my I mean, body. I think they,
1: they they only had one kind of oil then.
0: Yeah, <laughs> motor oil. I, how do you shower with motor oil?
1: Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, if you don't use the used stuff, it's by just old fry oil from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> my shower is biodiesel. I don't want to smell better than my shitty van. I hurt its feelings. Hey, I, uh, it? I have an important question for you. All right. Did you see the Lego Movie? I did see the Lego Movie. Good. I urged you to see it. Did yeah, you enjoy it? I did. Uh, so, so it's good that we can it's good that we can talk about that. Tell me your uh, tell me your experience. Did you go with the kid?
0: Yeah, we took Ollie. He because he is Mr. Lego at this point, and uh, I was kind of sad that I read a review that spoiled the third act reveal, and. In the comments to that review, people were already going, "Hey, that's not cool. Nobody else has spoiled that awesome reveal that makes the whole movie ma- mean something else than it had before." But and I still enjoyed the shit out of it. Yeah, I don't know that it mattered. I mean, I I knew I knew I that there was like, like an overarching
1: it. story about a thing. So now we can't even talk about this because you've just said that. But uh, and I kept wondering, like, huh? Wait a minute. Where are these characters that they mentioned existed? Uh, And I didn't expect it to... I expected that to be, like, bookends on the movie and not actually just a weird twist, I Uh guess. I don't know. There is is a part of me that can imagine what it would be like to be cynical about this, but then that part of me remembers I don't mistrust the Lego company.
0: Uh Oh. And I don't... Well, I think you can say, like... This movie was made with the sole intention of making you buy Legos, and uh, sure, but I don't th- it didn't have to be this good.
1: Yeah, I don't think it would be. I don't think it would be accurate to say that. I mean, it, because I think that it, this is. I have, a, I have a, a, a chain of assumptions that leads me to be okay with this. The, the first assumption is that the primary creative team behind this movie worked really hard on it. Um, the second assumption being that if you are driven by money, there are way better ways to turn your time into money than by working 150-hour weeks making kid's movie. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: therefore, those people actually acted as a shield between the viewer and any theoretical, entirely money-driven higher-up in the process.
0: I I can see, like... What Lego wants out of this movie is when you're done with it, you want to go buy some Lego sets. But I kind of always want to buy some Lego yeah, sets. Yeah, I was gonna say, does anybody really cool? Ones. Does
1: anybody go see this movie who hasn't already done that and isn't already going to do more of it? I mean, I like it. I guess it's just, I guess it's one of those things like you know, Coke. You could say Coke doesn't need to advertise, but Coke does need to advertise because they maintain that sort of brand awareness that makes it so Coke is always a thing you think of as just because it's not. It's like a weird and quasi-unnatural state of affairs where when you're thinking about what you might drink as a beverage, like, one of four or five options is just this commercial product that is made by this company that has a name and is a more or less arbitrary combination of ingredients, right?
0: Yeah, and is it completely unnecessary as far as things that you need to drink? Yeah, but is also one of... One token of a type that
1: contains hundreds of of, or thousands, I mean, thousands at least, tens of thousands of potential options. But that's the one that seems elemental because it is the one that is so heavily advertised. Or you could argue because it is the one that's just good, Uh right? And has risen to the top on its merits. I wish I had seen or read that documentary or article, whatever it was, that, that Hot Stuff talks about where they they interviewed people about the sort of corporate philosophies of companies that had been around for a hundred years. And it seemed like the ones that had that kind of longevity were the ones that were not super profit focused, that were just like, yeah, I mean, money is is oxygen. You need some of it, but it doesn't do you any good to have a fuckload of it. So you just you know keep doing enough to get enough to keep doing what you're doing. And I don't know much about Lego from a, on a corporate level. I mean, I'm inclined to trust them more than I'm inclined to trust, you know. I, you know, I like Disney. I trust Disney well enough, right? Because they provide a lot of really cool experiences, and they spend money to make those experiences good.
0: Yeah, like as a corporation, what they're selling is... Being happy and entertained and full of childlike wonder. Yeah, and I. That, like, you know, yeah, that's a cool product to sell. Yeah, that's fine. And I mean, I would argue that even with their their more you know their direct to DVD
1: Aladdin sequels or whatever, like those are probably not coming from a place of just making money, right? I I don't actually know. I don't know anything about them. I don't know anything about the quality of Disney's sort of lower tier offerings. I mean, I feel like they just see, oh, there's a bin in this supermarket where we don't have anything. We should put something there.
0: Is I mean, there are so much worse animated films in in that, like bottom tier that, that I mean by this point stuff that is on par with the Disney to DVD stuff is getting major theater releases, so I don't know like Madagascar was a pile of shit movie and it got a huge release. It looked like it was rendered on a PlayStation Two, so like it, it's not worse than like Lilo and Stitch Two, you know. <clears throat> I'm sure it's not better than Lilo and Stitch Two. Yeah, I was gonna.
1: Yeah, so uh, yeah, but I mean, and and I guess you know, with with Lego not being an American company, maybe people are a little bit more inclined to to trust them because you feel like that sort of like gross corruption at a corporate level doesn't happen in places with no Reagan.
0: Mhm. But I don't know. I mean Lego one of their their main thing seems to be like it's okay for these sets to be expensive so we're going to make them really well instead of like we're going to make as cheap and light a plastic as we can and make it so they barely will hold together and still sell them for, you know, $300 a set. They just seem to have kept that quality up their entire life of their brand. In the in the eighties, I got like you know, and this
1: was probably like one of the small like six or seven dollar sets of Space Guys, and there was a piece missing, and I wrote them a letter, and they sent me back a letter with that piece in it.
0: Which that's kind of amazing, yeah. Yeah,
1: which like, and you know, because I was because I was. 7 years old it's like oh okay i i guess the mail is just a the mail is just a magical portal that turns everyone into a human right it's like oh okay so there was a guy that got that letter and then that guy put a thing in this in this other envelope and then mailed it back to me because these things are made by people and not you know whatever idea i had of what a business was as a kid so i mean i was inclined to trust them all along. You know, I've never opened a set and had a malformed piece. Yeah. And their mistakes are always, oh, we accidentally included an extra bag of a hundred identical pieces in this one set. Like, oh, okay. I guess.
0: Well, you can tell if you, you know, if you're friends with the poor kid who has Mega Blocks, and you start putting them together, you can tell. Like, they're not as well made, and they're thinner, and they Mm -hmm. don't stick together.
1: I think that I have actually never seen any of those no that's not true i have because i got somehow i don't remember what i bought that included this but it was a little uh because megablox megablox is doing that weird thing where they get all of the video big video game licenses yeah they have halo right yeah and world of warcraft which i think didn't really didn't really take off uh but i have a little uh uh, thrall former war chief of the Orcish horde, uh, huh. after his uh, after undergoing his uh, regression to the shamanist mean, uh, so it's just a little guy. It's like a like essentially a minifig, and it seems fine. It's not, you know, it's it's. I wouldn't say that it is constructed worse than a Lego thing, but it is just one thing, and it was a promotional thing, and it's not. It's not reconfigurable at all, so I haven't actually played with them in the way that you're supposed to play with them. I, I felt like the message was interesting. What, what what it led me to conclude is that if I have kids, I need to get a lock for the door to the room that all of my
0: Legos are in. And <laughs> <laughs> so then you've learned nothing from the Lego movie. I
1: know, I know, I know. I mean, I, what, what it made me consider is... It, and this this question, honestly, this is this is absurd that these are the things that I worry about at a, you know, on a normal Sunday afternoon, pushing 40. Would I be happier if I took apart all of those Star Wars sets that I have enshrined on shelves in my Lego room and just put all the pieces in a box? Hmm. Like because I think about like, you know, I like those things, but what the fuck am I going to do with those things? Well, you look at him. You do yeah. look. At, you do look at him, but you don't look at him all that often. And, I, and like, I mean, honestly, what I think is like, uh, man, like, if I get hit by a bus, like, are there some like what what happens? Like, these get sold to some other nerd, and what's he gonna do with them? I can't. I can't risk it. I'm burning this whole building down. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, it. I mean, it does. Like, I enjoy putting them together according to the instructions I find it meditative I find it to be a good time to just think about stuff sort of solve work problems in my head while my hands are engaged but my brain is not necessarily like I like following the instructions and putting together Lego sets and treating them as though they are models and I only buy sets that are you know, that form into objects that I like uh-huh. but that isn't what they're for That isn't the way that I treated the toys when I was a kid.
0: But I think you can argue that it is another thing that they're for. Sure. And that, like, I don't think that the dad needs to pull every single Lego that he's ever put together down for the kids to take apart and reconfigure. Right, like, the whole Lego city. Say, if somebody were to build a Lego city in a basement... And tell their kid not to touch that. Like I feel like the kid can take some of the vehicles and reconfigure them and stuff, but you don't want them to just like dismantle all the skyscrapers. Don't. So I think there's there's a middle ground there.
1: Don't. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like you can say they are for both things. They are for putting together as models, and they are for reconfiguring and playing with more imaginatively. But one of those things is what adults do with them, and one of those things is what kids do with them, and they are a toy for kids. Uh-huh. Arguably. Although, I don't know. I mean, is a fucking X-Wing model that is produced 35 years after the original model that it's based on was produced for a movie, <laughs> is that for kids? I don't think that mm. that is meaningfully
0: a toy for kids at that point, so... Well, what most of what my son knows about Star Wars, he got from Angry Birds Star Wars. Okay. So... So he knows that Darth Vader is more or less a spear? Yeah. It was weird. Like there was a day where he had been playing for like an hour and he was talking about, you know, Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi and Yoda and I said, "You know, we can watch the Star Wars movies if you want and then you could see some of these like actual people." And at least in that point he he just said, "Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm just going to play this game." We actually watched uh, Phantom Menace with him over the weekend. Because he's been playing the the Angry Birds levels that are on Nebu. What brought, uh, what brought, yeah, that's, okay, I was, uh, what brought that on? Oh, the thing that you just said. (laughs) Uh, And it, like, watching it with a five-year-old, it kind of makes sense. Does it? Because it, I think it, well, except for the Galactic Senate, he got a little bit restless during the just, you know, trade negotiations. Mm -hmm. But... The battle scenes and like the stuff that Jar Jar does is hilarious to a five or six year old so like he will probably enjoy that more than he enjoys Empire Strikes Back for a few years
1: yeah that makes sense
0: and you know it, it wasn't as bad as I remembered it because I don't know I, I think I'm a lot more forgiving of culture and and don't demand that it be better than it is but I'm always relieved, like, when I went to see the Lego movie and it was just so much better than it needed to be to get me in the door. Yeah, I liked that it was...
1: It managed to be, at least from from my point of view, funny without ever getting stupid. Mm. And I feel like it's a thing that probably rewards multiple watchings because there is so much shit going on on the screen. And, and, and like, it, how, what yeah. are your feelings? I don't... I, I, this is one of those things where I honestly cannot predict whether you would love it, hate it, or be completely lukewarm on it. What are your feelings about Robot Chicken?
0: I enjoy probably ninety percent of it. Okay,
1: it seemed like the influence of that on this was pretty clear mm-hmm. to me, but maybe it's just because it was like a lot of the same characters doing a lot of stop motion stuff, which is not what you see a ton of. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, when what other uh, what other sort of stop motion? Comedy is there.
0: Well, like there's Wallace and Gromit, which is more—that's a little kind of laid back, more, a little British.
1: more cerebral. Yeah, yeah,
0: you know. yeah. It did have, I think, just because of all the pop culture icons that they managed to throw in. I mean, when the Millennium Falcon showed up, and it was Anthony Daniels' SC-3PO, and Lando Calrissian was Billy D. Williams. Like, dude, that is fucking great. Of course, was it? Was it not actually Harrison Ford? It wasn't Harrison Ford. No, I wasn't sure. And the, I, I don't do know why. like, he
1: wasn't busy. Come on, Harrison. <laughs> Di- who did the voice? Did Peter Mayhew didn't do the voice of Chewbacca, did he? That was probably just no, the no, no, sound, no. sound effects guy. Like, that's probably not a guy that you could isolate as a person making those noises.
0: The internet tells me that it was a guy opening and closing a cabinet, because there's that cabinet that sounds like Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> that one... I, well, yeah, there know, was a video of a enough, guy who's the, like the check it it's out the, the cabinet with that like little
1: Indian living inside it that comes to life. <laughs> <laughs> it's super weird. Like they got a lot. So of So you mileage. have to
0: get that guy, like hit it, fucking, wake up in there and open the door. <laughs> okay. For our, our culture, the microphone I'll, here I'll call uh, Our
1: culture has got a lot of mileage out of that one piece of furniture.
0: <sighs> you know what? My single favorite moment of the Lego Movie is though that was it was so kind of stupid but just filled me with glee because it is exactly my kind of joke when they're doing kind of the roll call in cloud cuckoo palace and they go michelangelo michelangelo and it's you know the sculptor and then the turtle Mm -hmm. i I loved it it was beautiful i forget
1: there were two there were two moments where i sort of laughed aloud and no one else in the audience did but i don't remember what either (laughs) of them were
0: and noticing that uh, Vitruvius's staff is uh, like a bent lollipop stick with a little char like chunk of candy on the end of it yeah and I, I didn't ever really
1: identify it that way but i mean i guess that makes sense like he because he is a is a is a sort of a powerful mythological figure has a thing that is not a lego i think i assumed mm-hmm. that it was like a melted lego piece that i didn't recognize but
0: Mm, Damn, man. It's good stuff i could i could talk about that movie a long time and yeah i mean i i don't know that there's a tremendous again, amount of value in just talking about the
1: the like details of it <laughs> yeah it's, it's just like, gonna devolve into the dude, like, there was chris, this other cool chris stuff. farley oh right remember that thing that was awesome remember that thing that was a uh, but there honestly was not any point where i was like that was stupid and i wish they hadn't done it which is mm-hmm. a real rarity for me right because I don't know what it is. Like, even the dumb slapsticks... I mean, there weren't any fart jokes, right? Which I think is... That is why it has been fairly important to me, I think, to not have overt fart jokes in KOL, because that that is a real designator of a kind of a, a, a shift in tier of discourse. Yeah. Right? I mean, because there are... There
0: are gradations in Level of Discourse, but uh, that is a big... Yeah, we can say, like, there's, like, a, a clap of thunder and a smell of brimstone. Oh, wait, that wasn't thunder, and you should probably be ashamed of that smell. Yeah. I think is a little bit different than, like, you fart on his face for three stench damage. Yeah. Which is, I think, a thing that we are all agreed that we would never do. Every, every once in a yeah. while when I
1: say something like this, I feel like I, I worry that I'm edging into you being... Uh, being committed to not having any coffee in the game, and then uh, (laughs) just not realizing that somebody else had put some coffee in there a long time ago. But, uh... Yeah. Nothing in it was cheap, I feel. Mm -hmm. That was the thing. I mean, it seems like every individual element of it was placed with some care and with some restraint and with some discretion.
0: I was impressed, because I've watched... A bunch of the other Lego movies, like the the Lego Batman movie and stuff with Ollie. Oh are those and are those a thing? To explain explain that whole And they're usually pretty funny. Um, they've done there's a Marvel short on Netflix that's like twenty two minutes or something and that one was really funny. Are they
1: are they made for TV or are they direct
0: to video releases or something? Or just, they're just direct to internet? video. Okay. And in those most of it's like the Lego games where most of the environment And the effects are, like, real-world analog. So, like, if there's an explosion in one of those movies, it's just, like, fire and explosion. And in this, like, everything is Lego. So, like, when I was really impressed when he's in the shower and turns on the water. And you have, like, the little tiny Lego piece for the drop that's starting to fall. And it kind of morphs into the slightly bigger one. And then by the time it gets to the bottom, it's those white studs. Amazing. Yeah, I uh,
1: every once in a while when they would do that stuff at a large scale, though, I would get a little bit of that like low frame rate nausea.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, which probably wouldn't have happened if I hadn't been watching it on a big screen. We were pretty close to the you screen too.
0: You didn't see it in three D though, did you? No. Yeah, I didn't. If I cannot see something in three D, I will usually not. Yeah,
1: me too. Me too. Um, it, I mean, it was easy because the I think that the. the showtimes didn't work out. I mean, we just decided to go. It was weird. It was in this, like, at least nine story mall, which is not a thing that I'd ever really comprehensively explored or experienced before. It was uh, sort of scary being on the top floor with the kind of channel cut through the entire building going all the way down. It's like, fuck, this is high up.
0: And you get that little, like, imp of the perverse in your head that's like, I could just jump over this railing right now. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to, but I
1: I could. Yeah, like thinking, like, how well is that thing really attached to this? Like, if I just got over there and just ran for it as hard as I I could, I could, I mean, I could just
0: pick up that little kid and toss him over there. Three points. No, that is exactly the, like, those voices in your brain that make you go, oh, come on. Yeah. And then you go look on the internet to find out if everybody else has them, and it turns out they do. No, it turns out they don't.
1: (laughs) Uh, They don't at least have the ones that I'm not telling you about right now. Hey, how about some questions about the Kingdom of Loathing browser-based internet game, Mr. Skullhead? That sounds fun. Jolly Red Giant says, here's a lot of work for almost no payoff. Can you? Uh, can we see a log of our recent questions to you guys? Mm. I don't think so. Because I feel like making that log longer would become a perverse incentive. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it'd make it so it'd take a lot longer for you to load the questions page. Uh, Jolly Red Giant also says March Fourteenth is coming up. Any thought of celebrating by giving bonus stats and/or adventures for eating pie that day? I, Why start now?
0: Hmm. Why start now?
1: Yeah, I I don't have a real strong feeling about that whole joke either way. Like it doesn't it doesn't bother me the way that it seems to bother some people. That one doesn't bother me. It's May the 4th that bugs me. I kind of like that one. I, I know you do. Yeah. That's, that's all right. Sure. I mean, it's a it's like the it's the elf on the shelf of spring traditions.
0: <laughs> the the thing is, if we start doing that for 314, then we're opening ourselves up for criticism from the rest of the world, telling us that it's actually 14-3. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to hear. We don't want to hear it. Yeah, but well, they're going to they, start correcting the way we spell out also,
1: all of the pies that they eat in places where they refer to dates that way are gross. So you wouldn't want to eat it anyway. It's like a okay. So mincemeat pies will uh, will be better on the fourteenth or on the third day of the fourteenth month, which is just February. I don't, so the day before not think Valentine's I even know day, what mincemeat is. Mincemeat pies yeah. plus one. Dolly Red continues. Dirjik, I'm listening to the Thursday show, and I, for one, don't get the complaints about the leather jacket. First, when I started playing Sneaky Pete, my one internal complaint was, why doesn't he have a leather jacket? Seems obvious. Second, I love that the last two items of the month gave me something awesome to wear on my back and my shirt. Uh, Can we have a new slot for armpits? Every item could just add stench damage.
0: Yeah, like armpit farts. Mm Mm-hmm. It could just be a a second disembodied hand that you place in your armpit to make fart noises. (laughs) That's actually kind of funny as an accessory. (laughs) Just... (laughs) feel like a, a ranged weapon.
1: Yeah, a prosthetic a prosthetic armpit hand.
0: Um nothing would really go there though. Right, you don't Yeah, like what do you attach to your like I I can tuck a book under my arm, I guess, but mm-hmm. you could hold a bur- like you could keep a burrito warm.
1: <laughs> Somebody else's burrito, you know. Um you could I remember my mom getting <sighs> I still don't really understand this. This was a time when I did something that apparently upset everyone and everybody everybody was like, I can't believe you just did that when I had no idea what the fuck they were talking about, which was I was like carrying, like, I had to carry like four hamburgers that were wrapped in paper and so I just stuck one under my arm. (laughs) I don't think I would be too. I was like like, eight. And everybody was like, ah, that's so gross. Nobody's going to eat that. I'm like the fuck are you talking about it's like i'm wearing clothes it's in paper i haven't gone through puberty yet like i didn't th- this is a this is a back solve for t- more reasons why that wasn't a big deal right but eh. anyway
0: i mean if you would put it like in between your thighs i don't think i would have eaten it. Well, or like down the front back of, then you were the too young. of my
1: pants or you know i'll just i'll just i'll just carry this in my ass that's even harder yeah. I, I might as well have just juggled them at that point. Uh, I don't think that people are complaining about it not being cool that Pete wears a leather jacket. I think that it is just, it is one of those things where we can't always predict based on like the objective power level of a thing whether it will seem powerful or not. Like, there is an art to making something feel awesome that is entirely distinct from the art of balancing and the science of balancing a thing. And I think this is just one of those things where any shirt item of the month was going to be a little bit underwhelming because shirts are real weak. So to be twice as good as the best shirt at four different things still doesn't look super great relative to other things that Items of the Months have done because Items of the Months in the past have tended to compete with other things in slots like Ultra Rares and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Yep. Wax says, instead of setting drunk to 14 or 19 or whatever when you finish Pete, if you got an intrinsic that until rollover let you adventure while over drunk... I mean yeah i get this is a this is a thing that is bothering enough people that it probably ought to be addressed in some way an intrinsic that lasts until rollover isn't super a thing um we could probably ugh, we can't really give an effect that lasts until rollover either but I'm trying to think. I mean, if we did just set drunkenness to fourteen, it would let you have two nightcaps on the day that you finished, and I don't necessarily want to deal with that. Yeah, Wax says Highland Lord's Tower. Highland Lord's Tower just got the joke. Yeah, that's another one that I feel uh-huh. like doesn't doesn't super read. Like, oh yeah, I agree. Because even what, even like it doesn't really it doesn't present itself super obviously in text and it doesn't present itself super obviously when reading it aloud because they're pronounced really differently. So it's not like a yeah, real
0: thing like well you just you would have to move the space because Highland Lord and Highland Lord are are really different, like you said. Yeah. So I just described him as like his behavior is slightly odd if you don't get that joke, but it's not like a deal breaker.
1: Yeah. I mean, because kind of like the
0: Captain of the gourd, I still don't understand why he acts like that <laughs> or the guy in the in the uh, tower by Son of a Beach in the lighthouse. I have no idea why those dudes talk so funny, but it's fine. Wait, like the they're guy, just weird. And the that guy school. in the tower at Son of a beach is just the trash can man. yeah, I didn't pick that up what really? Well, it's been a long time since I read Yeah, okay, I was gonna say because that that is like like
1: just it, it, those those literal affectations with the literal words. Okay. So I mean that that one that one isn't like concealed at all. That's I feel like I don't super frequently write something that is just a transplant of a character. Mhm. Because I don't yeah, I don't know. Like I would rather just sort of pick an adjective and have a thing be an archetypal expression of that adjective than I would take where someone else has done that. Mm-hmm. And and put it in like that, and it's just a style thing, right? I mean, like that's some of some of the stuff that we have that is the most beloved by people is stuff like that. Um, but it, that's one case where I did it. The Gord guy, it's just I, I it was trying to express like real spazzy ticks, yeah. basically like he's just freaking out all the time, like a like a, mm, I don't know, he's like the kid in Almost Famous. Mm. Who knows all the who knows all the stats the statistics. Uh the amazing Mr. Toothpaste says this new leather jacket sure is nice, but you know what would be really nice? A chat command that would allow us to pop slash unpop the collar while we're wearing it. Yeah, is that a thing I bet that's a thing that Boris's helm and Jarlsberg's pan have. And I'll bet that's a thing that we could do. Hamfish Damned Fish says Now that Sneaky Pete Has a sweet skill To summon plenty Of cocktail ingredients What are your thoughts On similar skills Available for purchase During the frat or hippie war With the frat one To summon some basic booze And the hippie one Giving some fruit Only like one to three Items per day But even a minor skill Like that would be pretty cool You know what else Is pretty cool Sneaky Pete's leather jacket Nice work Now all we need Are some sweet sunglasses No you gotta get yourself Some cheap sunglasses Do 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 -do. Where do you come down Is that a song Yeah This is Easy Top song Where do you come down On Easy Top
0: and eh, not a fan. Really? Yeah, well... Do you, so do you, just, hate, do you just hate rock and roll? Uh, no, I, I don't like a lot of 70s rock, but all I know of ZZ Top is they have the one, the legs song, which I just associate with pantyhose commercials, and they have the That Smell song, which I always just thought was kind of gross. I don't think that's... That isn't ZZ Top. And the, ooh, that smell? Yeah. I'm, that's gotta, that's that, gotta be no, ZZ Top. That is not ZZ Top. Okay, well, they, they
1: don't have. That like one that's even. like a, B, a BTO or something. And they got they got Lagrange. They got uh, slip inside a yeah, sleeping bag. They got Velcro fly. They got.
0: Uh, oh, it's Leonard Skinner. They have to me. They have the song that goes. <speaking voice> yeah, that's that's and Lagrange. And then the the lyrics to it are. That's <speaking voice> <speaking voice> awesome. <speaking voice> but, yeah, you know it's. It, it hits the like same spot that Primus hits for me, which is like I, I don't care about this at all. No, I like Tush because it's about butts, and I like butts.
1: Yeah, that does and seem songs yeah, you're about not, butts. not
0: so much a, not so much a legs or a velcro fly guy, <laughs> right? Um, I like that the only guy who doesn't have a beard, his last name is Beard. That, yeah, really cool. no, I mean that that is that, that's uh, that's indisputable. Anyone that's anyone anyone who, anyone who shit. doesn't like
1: that you you hold them down and peel off their mask because they're an alien invader. Anyway, Damned Fish says, Oh, right, we read all of the damn things the damned fish says. Uh yeah, you know, I kinda I kinda like that idea, although I feel like having that as a permed skill would be a little <sighs> while we want skill perming to result in characters that are more powerful, and especially characters that feel more powerful over time, I think that making You could reach a level of self-sufficiency that would make a lot of things in the game not mean anything anymore, and when a thing in the game is rendered meaningless, your power level relative to it no longer feels good. So Mm. I don't know that having a situation where you can just drink good stuff to complete capacity without ever having to go out into the world and acquire any of it... And I realize that, you know, as... Items of the month march on into their 10th, 11th year. That's probably true for people who super know what they're doing. Um, but... Yeah. You know, I could see having a thing... Having one of the... You know, like... In, in some ways, you do get... Like, I forget what the farm does for having finished it right like you you start getting some food from it or some booze from it depending on what you've what you've done but it's not like that baseline stuff that is used to craft the best things right it's just like probably something that you just wouldn't eat or drink hmm. if you knew what you were doing PSY says question about con have you guys ever heard of Lil Dicky not the traditional game oriented concert material but with a nice nerdy slant that I think he may be something of a fit if y'all are ever sourcing acts I don't know I, I haven't heard of that I don't know what that is
0: yeah, I'm not familiar. Well, we've like we've announced that we're not doing a concert, right? Yeah, at least not a large scale one. I mean, it's
1: not it's not that we would be averse to having any musical act, just not one that we have to pay a sound guy and rent a stage yeah. and a Jenny, a generator, a Jenny. I call it a Jenny because I'm in the industry,
0: right? And you know that the Jenny Jenny is who you can turn to. Yeah,
1: if you want power, like eight or six or seven volts or five volts even or if you need like 309 volts hmm. volts child says pink elephant head and drunken super is red more elephants please and also make them wear ball gowns because we can ball gown and a ball gag
0: so now we want elephants and ball gowns to go with our hippos and tutus this is an inch mile situation what uh where, do, where does one get an elephant in a ball gown that I don't know. That's it's a thing I'm not familiar with. What's a ball gown? Is it like a dress with a hole for your balls to hang out? <laughs> yep, that's exactly what it is. The Nuge says... So that your balls can be held for charity. <laughs> <So>
1: <laughs> your wife, Charity, uh, who who often yeah. needs someone to guard them for her while she's out of town on business.
0: Yeah, hold these, will
1: you? The Nuge says, so uh, where's my favorite crossbow? Seriously, busting my balls over here, guys. Hey, speaking of balls... Uh, I'm not sure whether I now regret this screen name more or less. Please advise. Yeah, somebody yesterday finally found the new, uh, ultra rare that's in the, in the
0: Zeppelin content. Going back. I'm so glad that Ted Nugent could find a place in our game.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, uh, he has finally acquired his spot in the pantheon of Bacula and Bayo. Yeah. I wish that there were more celebrities whose names were Scott, whose last name started with a B.
0: Mm. Maybe we just need to find some people who are Scott B something and make them famous. Oh somehow. yeah, just like start pulling the strings so that we can make
1: one more joke. Right. Like okay, uh, maybe like a Scott uh, Borstein or something that we could make a Frankenstein joke out of. Oh yeah. Wax says, can you please Ooh. make live fast shruggable minus thirty percent health hurts. I regret everything. Eh, self buffs aren't shruggable only buffs only buffs that other people cast on you are shruggable as a rule or things where well, I don't know. I might not want to expand this category because I might expand it to things that encompass what you're asking for and I don't want to give you what you're asking for. So, going <laughs> to use the rhetorical device uh, known as omission. Lubrican says, The skill-fixed jukebox claims that no jukebox was ever so broken that Sneaky Pete couldn't fix it. That is not true. I tried the jukebox in the clan rumpus room, having previously determined that it is indeed broken, as I am in a hardcore run of Sneaky Pete, and I couldn't fix it. Hmm, that should probably at least get a uh, get a little piece of text. Uh, Baron Von Bick Penlord is also asking about the drunkenness uh, limits when dropping Pete. Ah, fuck. We should probably discuss that. Decide what to do about it because it's it is a thing that if it is if it is bugging enough people that we're getting this many radio questions about it, it's probably bugging enough people that there are a lot of people. Yeah. Putty buddy says, "Holy crap! You made me a familiar." Th- th- take that, doglord four hundred and twenty. My username
0: got a radio shout out and a familiar. Yeah. D- well, you'll be laughing out the other side of your face when we introduce the doglord four hundred and twenty. Yeah. That would. What would that be? Like a robot that just. Yeah, they could call packs of dogs to you to to fight for you and stuff. It would just be the 420th iteration of it. Like Dog Lord 1 was just a dog a dog whistle, <laughs> a dog whistle, <laughs> a dog whistle. <laughs> dog Lord 2 was a whistle and a tennis ball. Okay. Uh, dog Lord dog Lord on, Dog Lord
1: 3 had the tennis ball rolling around on the inside of a frisbee. Yep. Okay. Um, dog Lord 4 had the entire thing except uh, the whistle was covered with peanut butter. <laughs> I don't think that's actually like a misappropriation of two dog tropes. But. Uh. Hey, you have a dog. Do you give it one of those disgusting fucking peanut butter rubber snowman things? No.
0: Good. I give it a. It had a. He had a bone to that pick. had the marrow still inside of it. So, like, a, just a chunk of. A probably human femur with the with bone marrow in it, and he would lick that out. But you know, I didn't ever have to touch it.
1: Uh, Jolly Red Giant writes: "I've never had so much fun talking to the council as I have during this Sneaky Pete run. Whoever came up with that idea deserves a beer—a good beer, not Bud Light bullshit." Well, congratulations, Mr. Skullhead—you get a beer this week.
0: Neat. Let's see what I can do to earn my
1: beer next that week. That stuff is pretty good. That was a good uh, That was a good conceit that you came up with. We've gotten a lot of positive
0: feedback on that stuff. Nice. That turned out fun, except that it had the effect of intensifying my already pretty high usage of obsolete slang. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a lot of hellas being spoken yeah, in I my mean, household.
1: I mean, we have basically moved into like... I, dad irony territory right
0: yeah I kind of said like somebody said dude you're still saying hello and like I don't care about being cool anymore I did, did if, okay, I, here's, if I ever did yeah here's a question did you so, did you
1: ever like I feel like I primarily describe things as groovy like since high school
0: yeah I, I said groovy since like junior high oh well fine I, I guess I, so I'm, I'm at 6th grade I did it since
1: 6th grade
0: okay My junior high actually started in fifth grade. Mm, Okay.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, I do remember having a conversation with my fourth grade teacher, Mr. Slover, in which I said, hey, can I have some of those groovy combos? Mostly I would irritate Mm. him until he gave me some combos. Like punch and kick combos? Yeah. Hey, could you teach me how to do a Cinder's 45-move combo in Killer Instinct, a game that will come out eight years from now? And he said, Mm. man... I can't help you. You seem to have come unstuck in time. You need to go see a witch doctor. Uh, I think Mr. Wood, your sixth grade teacher, is a witch doctor. But he hasn't been hired yet. And I said, oh, (laughs) so you have become unstuck in time. And then he winked and gave me some combos.
0: Uh, somebody needs to animate that story and put it on YouTube uh, Wax says can you replace Pete's HP with coolness no yeah I mean like coolness is not going to determine how how injured you are it may determine how injured you show
1: yeah um yeah I mean running out of coolness is more just like I'm embarrassed than like I'm bleeding yeah Romeo is embarrassed Wordperch says, Settle an argument, please. Is the Gold dragonfly statuette named for the Disney film Pete's Dragon? If no, what is the reference? It was it? I guess it must have been.
0: I mean, kind of more... It was more that just... What is a cool bug? And dragonflies are kind of cool. And then in the description, it's like... Oh, yeah. And they also have the word dragon in it, which is cool. Uh, the Pete's Dragon reference was is not at all subtle in the jacket. Yeah, it's not. I, I it just describes the dragon that's in Pete's Dragon. Yeah, is
1: Pete's Dragon... Is, is that... That was one of those things like... Oh... Bed-nabs and Broomsticks. The Sword in the Stone. Like, b- Disney properties that seemed like they would have been up my alley that I just never encountered? Or the Black, the black Cauldron, uh, also.
0: You know what? I would have sworn that his hair was purple, but it, it looks like it's... Or is orange, but it looks like it's purple. I'm going to have to change that in the description. Uh, you know... Pete's Dragon is the like bed knobs and broomsticks, Mary Poppins kind of Disney, where it's got some animation that's interact like interacting with live action. Okay. It's not. I don't think there's any reason an adult should watch it for the first time. Yeah. Have you have you seen the Black Cauldron? Yeah, a while ago. It's not great. I, I watched it right after I read the books, which are pretty good. So, that was kind of sad. Have you seen The Black Cauldron? I've not. Yeah, I don't think you need to. Okay, good. It has this cultural significance that... I mean, somebody... I think somebody can just say, like, I'm just going to say, it's okay if you don't see this. It's not that great. Uh, Chilt says, So I went back to the infamous 2009 Mega Drunken Podcast episode.
1: You were talking about custom Pez dispensers and how you'd have to order them a million at a time. This podcast was recorded well before the advent of 3D printing. Discuss, or something. Is 3D printing could you make a functional pez dispenser with a 3D printer I don't know that I believe that you could make some I mean okay so certainly you could make a thing that would dispense pez but right. but like I don't know that the fidelity is such that you could make something with that like the sort of level of thinness of plastic that a pez dispenser requires
0: at the very least you'd have to throw
1: a spring in there right i got some we got some pez i think my mom got us all star wars pez dispensers in our stockings this year and every once in a while i will say emily do you want to eat some of this pez and she will say yes and i will open it and start to eat it and she will say no you have to eat it out of the
0: dispenser that is a a school of thought it
1: is and i it was one that i used to belong to it was a school of thought that i used to attend and now i realize how obnoxious it must have seemed to other people who just wanted to eat some fucking pez
0: Although I think, like, Pez candy is not good enough to eat without the... Oh, really? Like, I don't know that I would buy some Pez candy to eat it. Like, if somebody gave me some, I would eat it without the dispenser, and probably a an entire package at a time, because that's how I roll. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think I would eat them one piece at a time, but
1: mm, I, I I like it. I'm, I'm a fan of the just very uh, sort of rudimentary, artificial flavoring, the beaver butt squeezins.
0: There are no smarties. I'm just gonna say that. Ugh. Yeah, and thank God. No, the things that come in little rolls. Yeah, I don't. That are also <laughs> the the entire. It is a single serving roll. <laughs> yeah,
1: those are those are sour in a way that I don't like. The smarties and sweethearts are things oh, so like that. Oh, yeah, see, eh. I like that. Yeah.
0: I like the big gummy uh, Not gummy. Oh, but the, big chew- the yeah. sweethearts oh, yeah. Jesus, that are kind of chewy.
1: Jesus Christ! Yeah, those are, man. Uh, Vaishni says For things like gardens Do you think eventually If we ask often enough You'll give in and give us Multiple garden access No
0: man No I think we've been over That the gardens are balanced So that you can't have Joint access And if we gave you Multiple garden access We'd have to nerf them In a way that would Piss you off Uh, Psyche says hey guys really been enjoying the new copperhead club part of the level 11 quest
1: would you consider making the club accessible before level 11 the way most of the pirate ship is since it involves some lower level zones anyway it seems like a good fit to do it early I usually set up the pirates at level 8 or so when I finish that quest and just need to spend turns to level up and I'd love to be able to do the same with the new pirate alternative thanks it is the I don't think that those zones are low level for a level 11 thing are they? Like the, okay, yeah, I say okay. the pirate ship involves some lower level zones since so it seems like a good fit to do it early. I, so I think I'm going to be able to do that with the new Spooky Raven stuff, is let people in as early as they want to be. But with the Copperhead Club stuff, I don't think so because it just doesn't make sense. All of the progress through that zone is the story that is predicated on you reading about the charms in the diary. Uh. Um,. And so no. Also, great job on the catchphrases. Those were you, right, Jick? Yeah, I didn't feel like I did a super good job on those. It was one of those things where it's like I wrote some, and I was like, ah, okay, that's a start. And then I forgot to go back to it and flesh it out.
0: Do you want me to throw some more in there? Ah, uh, no, because it will change everybody's the the way that randomization
1: works. It'll it'll change everybody's.
0: Um, there, I, I would say the the likelihood of getting one that's funny. Is far far higher than getting one that's just kind of nonsensical. Yeah, the, I mean the the ones that are the actual
1: phrase have a can generate nonsense, but the thing that I don't like is, and I and I feel like I feel like it is weird that I haven't solved this yet. But there is the thing where sometimes the the catchphrase is just like a first syllable and a second syllable of other you know sort of like a calabunga or dynamite or whatever. And I don't what I don't want is for it to generate the actual phrase out of the two halves but I don't know that there is actually a good way to do that because it just uses one template that is either that single word phrase or the sentence and so mm-hmm. if it were just generating the single word phrase then I could do a thing where it generated two numbers that were not allowed to be the same and then pull that Right out of there it's just that the tools don't support that super well and so normally the way that I deal with stuff like that is just by having enough in there that, is, that it is extremely unlikely that it will generate it but you know wholly just removed wholly pulled from the source material but um yeah, I'd probably wholly pulled from the source material Batman probably doesn't uh it's, pro- it's, pro- it's probably fine a uh, cut me own throat dibbler says how I get mo adventure points when I run out. Uh, come back tomorrow. John Diaz says suggested combat spell idea insta kill cast from HP that reduces your max HP until you ascend by two times level. Hmm. Wow, that's interesting. That's a that's a cool sort of sorcery blood magic idea. Blood <laughs> magic. Uh AA Battery says, Why doesn't Pantsgiving do pretty much anything on the fancy pants Scarecrow when the other Mr. Store pants grant great boons? I don't know. I've heard <laughs> some of them grant pat boons,
0: which is weird. Yeah. I've heard I've heard you grant great boons. Mr. Just look at the boons. I did I just went and put a thing on the pants giving. And I think they're they're fine now. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't tend to think of
1: that as a thing that needs to be commensurate with how rare the item is, or how you know oh. how valuable the item itself is. Like, I just don't... You know, I don't know. Are the, is, it, is it way out of whack in terms of power when compared with, like, the Greatest American Pants?
0: You know what, though? Our uh, design doc on the Pants Crow was that the nicer the pants are... The better it acts, and these are not nice pants; they're sweatpants.
1: Oh, oh, like the fancier, thematically, the pants are. Okay.
0: Yeah, so if I were if I were writing something for these, I probably would have written something similar to what's here. And it looks like I just totally took shrooms and hallucinated that I changed that because I totally didn't. Mm. That's the thing that happens a lot, right? You take some shrooms, and then you're like, "Ah, it's already. I did that." yep, uh, all of my hallucinations are productivity based Apple
1: Hat says, optimal spreadsheet replacement please nothing else comes close to plus 20ml in offhand what, no, like that's the point of an ultra rare is to be the best at something, what, that's no, no, also the billiards room don't have a cap for the pool cue to show up, can we have one it can even be 20 turns as long as there's a cap it'll be great, Uh, that's gonna that whole thing is gonna get replaced before too long, so that'll be fine that will be fine assuming gradual power creep says El Pasi of items over time even if it is a long period of time do you think there was ever going to become a point where the benefit of the items you can pull from Hanks becomes too powerful and you either have to artificially restrict pulls or reduce the number of them for softcore? I wish we had reduced the number of pulls at NS13 because um, that'll be hard to do in the pre- present or the future um,
0: you're talking like a guy who's unstuck in time I am I can never remember which is which
1: no, I don't think it's. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, the, the, it, to a certain, at at a certain point, pulls become about how many turns they're going to shave off, and like a super powerful item, an item that most players would describe as super powerful, is maybe one that like makes it really hard for monsters to kill you, or whatever, or makes it really easy for you to kill monsters. Maybe this is not true of like most players, but what a lot of players would describe, where a lot of the power creep comes in is on axes that are not going to save you as much time in the run as a Clover would. To a certain extent. Or, yeah, I mean, at this point, it's like bottles of blank out. We probably need to do something about bottles of blank out. I have been saying that for years. Because it's true. F says you get another day older and deeper in debt. That was a response to a prompt for questions like a month ago. We record 16 gigabytes, and what do we get, Mr. Skullhead?
0: questions. Yeah, St. Peter was trying to call me, but I couldn't go. I just had shit to do. Ben T. Gayden says, Regarding the idea of a
1: permable skill for Sneaky Pete in Jarlsburg, how about making it an add-on to request sandwich? So enough Jarlsburg's runs would make it give you a perfect egg sandwich and Sneaky Pete could ask for an Italian sub-sandwich or something. What sort of sandwich does a cool guy eat anyway? If you had multiple ones, it would just pick a random option to request. Um, I mean that that initially it seemed like that was predicated on you having the Boris skill, which not everybody is going to Um yeah, man It sort of dropped the ball on Jarlsberg, which then made it easier to not pick up the ball in the first place on Pete What kind of sandwich does a cool guy eat, Mr. Skullhead?
0: Um BLT That doesn't That doesn't sound cool it's cool when he eats it. I don't know. What's the coolest sandwich? A, a Reuben? I want to say a Reuben.
1: No, that's what. Ow. Is it? Is that cool? I don't think that's cool. Clearly. We'll have to think about this. Mm. Maybe just a, let- a lettuce wrap. A lettuce wrapper. Wax says, my audience is a 30 love. When did we start playing tennis? I <laughs> mm-hmm. Har, har, har. Wack also says, "Hey fellas, thanks to Mr. Skullhead for flexing your swol juice onto Jake long enough for him to
0: cool." If dude, gross. Did you? F- I don't even want to know what swole juice is.
1: Thrensa also says the council's interactions with Peter hilarious. Who did that writing? Whose idea was it? All Skullhead i eat food echoes a common sentiment can sneaky pete get a switchblade comb as an item of the month it's not only pg-13 but cool you know you always wanted one as a kid i did not ever want one of those as a kid i like who what kid wants a comb
0: (laughs) like no comb is so cool that one of those when i was a kid i had a switchblade something and it, it wasn't a knife because my parents aren't idiots there must have been either a toy knife or a switchblade comb, and I remember thinking it was so cool that it just like sprung out like that. I mean, once it once it's out, it's just a comb, which is kind of lame, but it comes out real fast, and that's cool. Mm.
1: What do you think? Uh, what do you think about a about a radio show, Mister that How how much longer do you wanna How much longer do you wanna go? Three more questions.
0: Five more questions. Yeah, I think three more questions. Uh, I'm uh, Look, I'm here as long as you want me to be Because I enjoy your company Super Marshmallow Man writes Hi, chicken, and Mr. Skullhead
1: Hi I played KOL intensively several years Hi. ago But have since taken a several year long break And recently decided to give it another go Game seems to have been updated a whole bunch And only in good ways Plus growing older gives me new perspectives That seem to make this game all the more entertaining Plus I finally have some patience to read text all the way through So jokes such as the orcs <laughs> from the orc chasm Don't totally fly over my head Oh, so jokes like the orcs from the orc chasm Otherwise known as the finest content that we have ever added to the kingdom of loathing browser-based internet video game besides a great game i didn't stop listening to the podcast over the years took a break and i've given time to all three but i have to say this 120 minute segment is my favorite and it keeps me going through a lot of mundane lengths of work so thanks for keeping this and the other series going i think they're awesome well i think you guys are awesome thanks super marshmallow man well gosh super marshmallow man that's a lot of praise i'll take it i'll take the soup Thanks, bro. Now that we have Avatars of the Three Heroes, says Captain Spam of the Times of Voluntad, that was an awkward point to break that sentence. Um, <laughs> and an Avatar of a Zombie, all but one of which have a unique introduction after you ascend, is there any chance of a similar introduction will be ugh, is there any chance a similar introduction will be written for Boris? You just sort of dropped into the kingdom in that case without any flavorful text describing Trusty or Clancy. Yeah, I mean that was one of those things where Riff added a new kind of mechanism to a challenge path where you're given some sort of explanation in the beginning. And then we were like, Oh fuck, that was a good idea. (laughs) We should probably do that. Um, What it also does is it made it. So because we actually thought of this ahead of time, we didn't have to do that bullshit where actually maybe I did anyway. Fuck. No, I did because somebody pointed out some stupid edge case where it was necessary. I thought it was going to make it. So I didn't have to do that stupid bullshit where pete's jacket is a free pull from hanks for pete hmm. um because it just gives it to you when you ascend if you have it in hanks um which is a which oh. is some it's nice it's nice to have a place to do that that isn't just like you know hooked into loading the main map or whatever like random shit won't happen if you're using mafia which is why you can't get to the beanstalk yeah. um yeah, you know, which is why you can't get to the Beanstalk in like two thousand six if you're using Mafia. But still, uh, I don't know. I don't know that we would go in and and add it back in. We we are we tend to hold pretty firm on we will only address old challenge paths if we make some change that renders them uncompletable. But other than yeah. that, like we just we can't be beholden to every one of these sort of different play modes. As we go forward into the f- past, the f- future, shit. Mr. Skullhead. I can't wait until sixth grade to meet that witch doctor. Uh, Cyber 34 says, hey, Jick, been listening to your melodic voice for the better part of a decade now. Returning to KOL whenever there's a new clan dungeon or avatar challenge path. I hope you guys make more of those. Well, I do, too. Does that mean you're back now? Hey. That was two <coughs> days before that hey, we- came out, was that, was that question submitted.
0: We have our our little schedule now, right? Where we do an avatar path and then like a content path. Is that what we call it? we're calling the ones where? Yeah, like the you're, like a, you're you, but there's more stuff going. Yeah, on. Yeah, like a bugbears <clears throat> or,
1: or a KOL high school. Yeah, and then and then boring paths. At least this is our schedule for a while. I think I think it's I think it's working. Yo. We've got the idea for the next boring one and the next content one
0: uh, already, sort of being tossed around. So
1: that's that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, we have this idea for Avatar of Salad that's being tossed around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Avatar of Cookies. That one's more sort of gross. <laughs> well, gosh. Uh... <laughs> what better joke could we go out on than that one? <clears throat> None.
1: None. You're right. Awkward pause. <laughs> Let's go out on an awkward pause as I try to figure out whether I'm supposed to answer a rhetorical question or not.
0: Right, My dog actually just walked out of the room on awkward pause. See, that is a fucking dad joke. There is no humor quality in that whatsoever. It's just something I felt compelled to say because those words are the same. Yeah, and I mean, you thought it, and so you had to say it (laughs) like like a dad. (laughs) Well, like most of the time I'm capable of thinking things and not saying them, but there is something compelling about a pun. I don't know what it is. But I know what this is. Uh, This is me saying I am leaving. Uh, And I'm already gone. You don't even want to know who we are.